I know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios. I used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted, salted, wonderful pistachios in the cart when I was grocery shopping growing up. And I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors. And I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. The weather is getting warmer here in Boston, finally, and I'm sure wherever you are in the world, you guys experience the same thing. The second the sun comes out, the second it gets warm, everyone says goodbye to jackets and sweaters and starts wearing spring and summer fits for the rest of time. I don't care if it gets rainy. I don't care if it gets colder again. I'm in spring and summer fits because I'm standing in my power. And I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul this year because it just felt fitting with a new era. And obviously, I want high quality pieces, but I don't want to spend a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince, and now I have a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Because these are high-quality pieces, they're staying in my wardrobe. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, and they even show you on the website how much you're saving, which is awesome. Quince partners directly with top factories, cutting out the costs of the middleman and passes those savings on to us. I recently got a really, really nice linen set of like pants and a short sleeve button-up, both in white linen, which is awesome. And I know they're gonna be my staple all spring and all summer. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash goals for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash goals to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash goals. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine. And Caroline. Two weeks since we talked to you guys? Yeah. We had a really great guest episode last week with Carolina. That one I re-listened to. I don't re-listen to all of our episodes, especially, like, because we alternate editing weeks. So, like, half the time I hear it when I edit it. Half the time I just speak my... I just speak, I speak my, my speak. <laughs> I speak my speak and then Catherine edits and then it's out in the world. But this one, I was like, no, I want to re-listen to that because I remember that being in the moment there having that conversation with Carolina I was like this feels so transformative for me and so I wanted to relive that and do that again life-changing it was good if you guys want to hear anything about manifestation and gratitude and a lot of those different topics and just like a different perspective on on health health and wellness wellness. oh jinx then after you listen to this episode go listen to that episode so true. Okay, highs, lows, goals, updates. Updates, we, since last time we talked, I think last time we talked, we had just come back from New York. No, last time we talked, we were, we, it was the morning of going so to So true. LA. It was like, we had a flight in an hour. Yes. Um, And we were like, you know what, let's, let's just record right now. But we did have a really good time in LA. I think we both went into it being like, work trip, blah, 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 blah. This is going to be such a good work trip. And then we ended up being like, 
no, that's a lot of pressure. Let's just hang out with our friends. And we did just hang out with our friends and we had so much fun. That was the best decision we could have made, honestly, because it felt very like, oh, we want to go there. We'll stay with our friends. But like we had a couple podcast interviews we wanted to do. I had like different content that I wanted to make mm-hmm. and stuff. And I got there and I was like, actually, I'm with friends right now who I don't see very often who we had just recorded that episode about loneliness and I was like these are actually some good friends in my life I don't want to be too distracted and too working and not able to actually enjoy this time so really scratched everything from my to-do list that I could and tried to just really like enjoy the week with friends and be present that was a very good decision it was I think it is interesting though because we went into that we both were kind of like super stressed and putting a lot of pressure on needing to get a lot of things done because obviously we're in LA where we're only there for a week a lot of time to like meet all the people we need to meet or record podcast episodes that we need to record and connect with people we need to connect with and trying to cram all of that in to one week where we also want to spend some valuable time with our friends and also want to like participate in our own personal activities like that is a lot and I think it's for me, when I changed my perspective and changed my focus, went through that week putting less pressure on, like, the work side of things and more pressure on just living my life, you realize that you're not missing much work-wise, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's okay to take take that time off because nothing, nothing changed drastically, so it's mm-hmm. okay. And that, like, you're also more than the work that you do and your life is more than the work that you mm-hmm. do for any job, but also I feel like when you're very entrepreneurial, you are kind of pursuing like a passion project or making working for yourself doing that kind of thing it's very hard to separate like your identity and your life from that work side but also I think that happens to a lot of people with school or with any sort of job that it can be kind of hard to like turn that off and separate it so in an effort to find more of that work-life balance I think we did a really good job this week (laughs) there were a lot of props to to be had no there (laughs) was There was one lot. there was one day where I think we Caroline and I both in the morning like went on individual mm. walks. Then the afternoon Y'all hear the new Tate McRae album? She was eating that up. I was um, eating that up on my walk. No, okay, morning. We each go on our own individual walks, just like on our own. Not connected at all. Mm-hmm. Afternoon we're like, Do you wanna go and walk? Like both of us? We go on a second walk. That night, us and one of our friends, another walk. Three walks of the day, all like very emotionally charged because sometimes <laughs> Some days you just need, like, a million mental health walks and it's like that. But it's, mm-hmm. but if it's like that, it's like that and, like, take the walks. Yeah. We love a good mental health walk. We were staying with our friends who are all guys who like to sleep until, like, at least 12, but likely two if, if, oh, if it, it ended up being two because we would all stay up until, like, 6 a.m. Yeah. And then I'm the type of person where if I'm, no matter what time I go to sleep, like, I'm going to wake up. At a certain time. At a certain time. So it's like 6 a.m. Like, oh, let me just like stay up and go through my day. And they were all like, oh, it's 6 a.m. There was one day where in Catherine and I pulled an entire full all-nighter. I had two in a row. No. It was really bad. I I went to sleep every night, 6 a.m. And then I would be up latest, like, 8.39. And it was just like fun because obviously there was a reason we were staying up because we were hanging out with our friends. It was a lot. It was like... It was hard on my body. I'm having a hard time adjusting to a sleep schedule getting back here. But in the moment, I was like, I am not with these people for long. I paid money for a flight to be here. Why sleep for even a minute? That's just a waste of my time. We were kind of all in that boat. We were like, why would we go to sleep? But it was also this, you know, when you're with people and it's like the energy is going to... It would like take force and effort to like go to sleep. Yeah. So we ended up all just 
staying up every yeah. single night. And so it was fun, but the flight back. Oh my god, the flight back. Caroline got upgraded. I did. I and was so like I'm number stuck one on that upgrade list. I was number class, two. And I got it. For some reason, I was number two. So I was in the back. Middle seat. Horrendous experience. Oh, and I had red eyes, so it was like an overnight you want to sleep. Yeah, yeah but I wasn't really sleeping. want to be in the back in the middle seat. I also didn't sleep in my seat either, though. I think that's just how the way that it was. Anyway, I've grown to like genuinely hate transportation. Obviously, you guys know like I can't stay in one place for too long. Um, love the traveling and moving around part, but point A to point B, the transportation, mm. not a fan. I think that's, like, more common than we think, because I've always said that, too, that I'm, like, not a transportation girl. I used to like planes, like, I would at least not hate them, and I'm like, what, this is disgusting. Why are so many people here right now? <laughs> so it was a good week, not too much sleeping, a lot of walks, a lot of time by the beach. When we say we're in L.A., we're like fake LA. I've never been to. Oh, we went to downtown we LA. Did. Once. We went to downtown our first time LA. In downtown it was our LA. first experience ever because our friend, one of the friends that we're staying with, um, was doing a concert. He was putting on his first concert. He makes music, and so we went to downtown LA, saw his concert, and went out to dinner. And we went to like this like very small rooftop after party. We were told it was an after party. It was like a small get together. I had a blast. It was a small get together on a I roof. had a blast and a half. But it was really fun. We, I'd never been to downtown LA. That felt more like a real LA experience. Whereas the entire other rest of the week were like by the beach, which I, I wouldn't change for the world. It's the best part, but right. it feels like fake LA. Um, some other good parts of that trip were we got to hang out with one of our friends from like middle school who we haven't seen in forever. Mila. And we had so much fun. Um, we so saw our friend Emily great. from school. We saw our friend Emily as well. School. So like socially this week was very good. Yeah. And now we're back at home and it's like socially there's not much going on, but that's okay. A little bit though. <laughs> We've been much better. I would say honestly both of us are being like so much better about Personally, making I've been to be more social. No, genuinely I have been so good because guys. Have you said this yet? No. I've been telling her <laughs> she has to say it. Okay. And Catherine's I, update. So picture it. Last summer we're like working, getting the podcast together. And when our jobs are like ourselves. Or the jobs that we're trying to build. And we are building. Because, the like, work that we're putting yes, in is, work like, that we're just doing. us and ourselves, right? And if I don't have any friends around here, then I'm just not going to, like, go out. So I was like, you know what? You're If you're going to be here for the summer, like, while you're here, you got to go. You got to get a job. So you I am lifeguarding. You out of the house. Mm-hmm. So I'm lifeguarding this summer. And so I've met, like, the people I work with, and that's it's been super fun. So that's my social... Aspect. It's only how many days have you done it? A few like days. Three. You've been doing a lot though. Like you just yeah. started, but and you seem to be enjoying it. She came back and she was like, "We just get up in the morning. We do an ab workout on the beach, and then we go to our assigned spot and we listen to music and we look for emergencies. And there usually aren't any. So well, no one. It's been so cold that no one's been in the water. Mm, so, so you're, you're just like watching out. waves crash. But yeah, nine hours. I'm personally super excited about it. <laughs> okay. So basically, here's my high of the week is beyond all of that. The other day, I was lifeguarding, and I was at the beach, and someone that I kind of knew walked by with her friend, and so we were talking. Something came up about the podcast, and then her friend, who was not from around here, was like, oh my god, what's your podcast called? So I said, Girls with Gold, and she goes, I listened to that, and then we had a whole thing, and I was like, there's, that's so cool that, like, you are just here right now, and we don't know each other, and you listen, and you, like, know it, and you, like, Part of me was like, you know pretty much every single thing about me um, right now, so that's really fun. Don't know what you're thinking. But <laughs> overall, so such a cool experience. Mm-hmm. 
that is really cool. Similarly, not somebody that I met in person, but our friend who we were visiting, Sammy Rash, if anyone happens to listen to his music. Is anyone at the concert, maybe? That would have been so fun. Let us know if you were, if you listen to his music. That's cool. It's really interesting because we've been, like, friends since childhood. Like, we have baby pictures together. And now we have the podcast. He's making music. Sometimes I open Spotify and our faces are all next to each other. Wait, that's so fun. And I'm like, wow, that's, like, really cool of us, actually, that we've, like, all grown into that. But anyways, his cousin we met at the concert and then his cousin his cousin was hilarious. is your high his cousin shout out jack no well yes the high is his cousin he had this 16 year old cousin who was just like so entertaining he came to that rooftop get together he was party there for 12 we hours about. and like made his and, mark oh my god he was just he was just so funny but he texted me after and he said one of my friends like saw me tag you or saw you tag him something someone tagged someone and something and said that she listened to the Wait, podcast really yeah i didn't know that yeah he t- he texted me that and he That's was like so one cool. of my friends said that she listens to you and so if you're jack sandler's friend Hi. lots <laughs> of love that's my high of the week you made it thank you i think my low would be last day in la it was like day five of not having slept and i physically couldn't get myself to eat anything because i was just like so nauseous from it but i was also needed to eat something because I hadn't eaten and I also hadn't slept so like need energy somehow and I ended up I was it's like oh I wonder why I'm so anxious right now and I looked down and it's like a coffee a kombucha and some like CBD drink and I was like this is gonna cure everything because I couldn't eat because I was just so three unwell drinks. so I just the, the trifecta like you always have to have three drinks going one for energy one for hydration one for Fine. spice I don't spice. know what it was yeah, that's, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's probably why, because of, like, what do I think? CBD is going to cure me right um, now? Side note, if anyone has seen the, like, make a healthy Coke balsamic vinegar trend oh, on TikTok, no. I feel like it would be good. No, I was going to say, we as a society have progressed <laughs> enough <laughs> that... We literally have brands that make healthier sodas, like Olipop, Poppy, Zevia. Zevia, for example. So, like, don't be mixing salad dressing with sparkling water to make, like, a healthy Coke. Like, just buy a brand that, like, does it for you. Anyways, that's what I had to say about the drinks, so continue. Okay. Well, I think if you take it with a grain of salt, like, I enjoy drinking. This we can is my try thought it. process. Well, you haven't tried it. Is, no, it's I haven't tried taste, it. like... It's going to be garden, like disgusting. a bubbly garden. But if you know what you're getting yourself into, like, I don't like Coke. I don't need it to taste like Coke because I don't enjoy Coke. I do, however, enjoy apple cider vinegar in seltzer. <laughs> I don't. Well, to each their own. To though. each their own. So, like, don't. That's so yuck, disrespectful. Yuck, yuck. Yeah, <laughs> that's disrespectful. Um, so I think it could be good. But. And if anyone hasn't seen that TikTok, you have no idea what I'm talking about. There's, like, this viral trend right now where some girl was like, my Pilates instructor told me that she mixes balsamic vinegar was that the original? I with think I saw any it. flavor of sparkling water, and it tastes just like Coke, and it's, like, incredible. And then people started making it, and people were like, is this a prank? I'm confused. Okay, that's kind of related to a little bit of what we're talking about today, but if you say it's balsamic vinegar in, a, in seltzer, then good to go. Drink it. But if you say it's, like, a this is coke then shut up because <laughs> that, that don't that's not coke okay so you you had your three drinky drinks because your low was that you didn't get sleep and you were feeling sick on the last day yeah it didn't hit me for a while though 
I was riding the high until like the very end. Mm. My low was maybe that this morning I woke up and I had bled through my sheet mattress topper and right right down onto the mattress. So I had to spend this morning dealing with that. But you know, it's it's sunny and bright and blue skies ahead. So <laughs> that is that. It was raining this morning. Oh, birthday cake. Oh. God damn, you're right. But how we have do we miss so that? much to talk Jesus about, guys? God. And we do have like a really great topic today. So just like stick to so it. So I hope that this is like yeah. entertaining right now, and then we're gonna get to like a really great topic as well. Also, if you're new to the podcast and this is the first episode you're listening to, apologies, but like hope I'm you're Caroline. Enjoying. This is Anne Catherine. We're twins, um, and we hope we hope you're enjoying and that you stick around. Okay, and so, we're gonna teach you how to get toned after this. Yeah, so just like if you want actual <laughs> health tips, just stay tuned. We do both. Um. So basically, you guys know that we are working with and love Beam. Mm-hmm. You can Beam for supplements like protein powder and their super grains. It's probably going to be an ad later in this episode, so we'll, we'll hit you with more information. Um, but they are turning two years old this year, in like tomorrow. So they're launching limited edition birthday cake vegan protein powder, and it is so good. And we've been making everything into, like, birthday cake flavored things. I got sprinkles from the grocery store. And- start the... Because I, I hit it. I hit my mic. So start... We've been making birthday okay. cake. So we've been making birthday cake flavored everything recently. And I got sprinkles from the grocery store, like rainbow sprinkles. And I've been putting them on quite literally anything that could possibly benefit from rainbow sprinkles, which is everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's going to be my new thing. I made a sprinkles or I made a smoothie cake? bowl this morning. I made like nice cream with the new birthday cake protein. Cuz imagine you blend frozen bananas, protein powder, but it tastes like birthday cake and it was literally like birthday cake ice cream. I mean, not no, it's not exactly ice cream, but you know what I mean. It's like incredible. Sounds like and the I, balsamic vanilla. And I stir some sprinkles into it. The sprinkles melt a little bit. Now we have rainbow streaks right. going on. It's so cool. The sprinkles are for ambiance. They're for yes. the aesthetic. They're for the vibe. They don't give right? you any taste. They give it a look. They give it a crunch, maybe. Yeah, true. That's your crunch on the smoothie bowl. Chia seeds, my sprinkles. Oh. <laughs> sprinkles yeah anyway i'm kind of into sprinkles right now so is that that's like another high has been like having the birthday cake stuff around so you can just make birthday cake flavor to anything everything and so it'll be monday when this episode's coming out and that's releasing tomorrow which is friday so it'll have been three days it's a limited edition flavor so check if it's still available it might be out but like highly recommend getting a tub of birthday cake protein and making everything birthday cake flavored you can use code goals for 10% off, so you can beam, B-E-A-M dot com. This is like an ad that isn't even an ad, I'm just telling you. <laughs> you can get hit twice. Because if if the birthday cake protein is still available, use code GOALS, get 10% off, and get that. Because it's it's going to be gone for at least a year. So, you gotta get it. You gotta get it. You gotta get it. You gotta. So, that's great. Okay. Do we think that's enough? I think that's <laughs> enough. Do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip? Maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages? Maybe you just want a new skill? Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Caroline and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly and the best thing about rosetta stone is that rosetta stone offers a lifetime membership so you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons all the languages 
forever. So I've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my Mandarin and let me tell you, Rosetta Stone is incredible. The way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my Mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch. Of course, they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive. You learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before your period where you just want to crawl out of your skin, not able to keep up a routine or maintain healthy habits. Because personally, I just lose all steam. I feel down or just super off and that's why happy mammoth has been so helpful these past few months happy mammoth the company that created hormone harmony is dedicated to making women's lives easier and that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women they make no compromise when it comes to quality and it truly shows. Happy Mammoth has what you need for gut health, hormone balancing, detoxification, anti-aging, beauty, mood, clarity, sleep, and even a really comprehensive quiz that will make sure you know what products are right for you. So check out what Happy Mammoth has for you and see what you might want to try. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code GOALS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code GOALS for 15% off today. How do you get toned? Let's talk about this. Let's preface why we're talking about this mm-hmm. specifically I, today. Sure. I think that there's so much misinformation on the internet and there's also so much put out there that is only put out there for the purpose of going viral and having somebody like get a viral video versus actually helping you and educating you and teaching you something. And so I saw a video yesterday and it got 5 million views and it was just this giant ass smoothie. And this girl wrote, if you're struggling to get your booty gains, drink this thousand calorie smoothie every night before bed. Thank me later. There was no recipe attached. There was no explanation attached. It was literally just drink a thousand calorie smoothie before bed every day if you want your butt to grow overnight. Let me just tell you, I've not heard the end of this. This has got Caroline heated beyond belief because there is a very very small group of people who that might actually be good advice for like there's a certain group that that would be good advice for but for the majority of the five million people watching that they're just confused and they're getting bad advice and they're getting advice without context so i was like for the podcast episode this week we're gonna give you advice with context and we're gonna give you educated advice and we're gonna tell you what you actually need to know to get fit and get toned because that's like the biggest thing that everyone wants no matter what starting point you're at. I think for most people it's that toned fit look and feeling. Right, you want to look and feel strong. Exactly. And so let's dive in to how do we do that. And the first thing is what does toned mean? Because I think toned, it doesn't mean just skinny. It doesn't mean just like your smaller body or like a smaller version of your body it means having some muscle definition and then having a low enough body fat percentage to show that with that it's a little bit more complicated than we might think because it's a bit dependent on where you're starting at in terms of what you want to do to get there because do you already have muscle in that case you would just need to lose a bit of fat to be able to show that muscle do you not have enough muscle definition right now as much as you would want well then your focus is really on building that muscle first. Right, if you're doing a lot of cardio or if you're only doing strength training. Like, Mm -hmm. if you 
haven't worked out in 10 years. Those are all there very are different starting points. a million different starting points. And depending on where you're starting, it's going to entirely change how you get to that toned point or how you get to your end goal. Mm-hmm. So we're going to break down the basics of the fitness side of getting toned, the nutrition side of getting toned, and then finish it off with personalized advice basically from each of those different starting points that you could be at. Okay, so weight training, resistance training, that is the type of training that's going to help you build muscle, like significantly. Of course, with resistance training and cardio, there's a little bit of crossover where with both, you're going to build a little bit of muscle and you're going to, you know, lose a little bit of fat. Depend If your nutrition is there to back it up. But for the most part, weight training focuses on building and maintaining muscle and cardio focuses on just burning calories, burning calories. which can help you with a weight loss and fat loss goal. And endurance and mm-hmm. cardiovascular health. Like it has, both have their unique benefits, right? But mm-hmm. resistance training, building muscle. Cardio can help you burn the calories and exert energy so that you're able to see that muscle that you built, which is why we want to have a good amount of both in our fitness routines. And, you know, obviously that ratio is tailored to what you need. Again, if you have a ton of muscle, then your focus might be more on cardio and the resistance is there to help you maintain the muscle. And alternatively, if you're good on cardio, like if you're a runner and you want to build some muscle, then your focus is going to be on adding in those resistance strength training days. Mm -hmm. If you love listening to Girls With Goals and other podcasts like ours, and you've ever thought about making your own, then let's talk about Anchor. First off, it's free, which is amazing because there are so many cool things you can do with Anchor to make your podcast a reality. You can record and edit right on Anchor using your phone or your computer, and then Anchor will distribute your episodes to Spotify, Apple, anywhere you want your podcast, Anchor does it for you. Anchor works with Spotify, so you can add any song straight from Spotify into your podcast. You can even make money off of your podcast through Anchor. It's really just everything you would need or want in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So to build or to maintain muscle, you need weights and you need to be working out with weights and strength training for the purpose of telling your body, like, I use these muscles in my day-to-day life, so we need them. Because think about it, if you're not using all of these muscles that you want to look toned, then you're not telling your body, we use these muscles, we want to keep these muscles. How else would your body know that you wanted to have them, either to build them or just to keep them on? Because... When we lose weight, if we, if our nutrition and our calorie energy and energy out is balanced in a way that we're losing weight, your body doesn't know whether you want to lose that weight from fat or whether you want to lose that weight from muscle. And so if you're not indicating that you want to keep your muscle, your body is just going to pull that weight from all over. So even if your goal isn't necessarily to build a bunch of muscle, it's still important to have strength training in your routine just to maintain the lean muscle that you have so that when you lose weight, you lose fat instead of losing muscle. You know what I mean? Another cool point to note is that having more muscle mass on your body raises your metabolism, which essentially just means that having more muscle mass means that your body burns more at rest. And so by just increasing your muscle mass a little bit, you are setting yourself up for better results long-term as well because of the metabolism boost that comes with that. So cardio, once you've built those muscles or are building those muscles, maintaining your muscle mass through resistance training, strength training, cardio is a tool. 
at this point. If you're looking to get toned and you're looking to lose fat that is on top of your muscle right now, cardio is the tool because cardio is going to help you exert more energy because time-wise, 10 minutes of running, you're going to burn more calories, exert more energy than Mm -hmm. 10 minutes of strength training, Mm -hmm. right? So on top of being cardiovascular health, endurance, mental strength, like cardio, running, if you always think like running is a mental game, like there's so many unique benefits to cardio and that's why you should have a mix of both no matter what your goals are, no matter what you're doing. But at this point, cardio is super good for your actual health and physical well-being and then aesthetic wise is going to help you lose fat and get to a point where your muscles are visible and you look strong and that you're able to kind of physically show off all of the hard work that you've been putting in to build your strength. Mm-hmm. So how do you know how much of each or what to do? No matter where you're starting or what your goals are, I think that you should have at least three days of resistance training of sorts, right? Like out of your seven-day week, you should have at least three workouts a week. And if it's just three, those should be resistance-based workouts. If you're doing three a week, I would say to have them be full-body workouts because you have enough space in between each of those days for your entire body to rest and recover so you can do full-body strength workouts. And when we say strength training, we say weights. I know a lot of people get intimidated thinking that they have to go in, they have to like use the barbell and stack them up. Like I got a comment today of someone saying like, I don't feel like I'm lifting heavy enough to like make it worth it to make Who it do this. And I'm like, enough. what is heavy Who mean? Says what's heavy enough? What is heavy? Heavy is relative to you. What's heavy to me might not be heavy for Aaron Catherine. What's heavy to my to me is not heavy for my dad or too, or maybe or maybe or maybe dad. the opposite because what's heavy for him in a squat yeah. is not heavy I'm for me that you mom know could squat more than <laughs> like heavy is relative and so when we say strength training like that that can mean dumbbells that can mean anything that adds some weights and resistance it can be for you resistance like push-ups that's body weight right yeah even Pull-ups. so when you are starting out body weight calisthenics you see so many people that are like mm ripped and shredded and so strong and can do so much just body weight so resistance training in general love weights Mm -hmm. and but it's about what is comfortably challenging for you Mm -hmm. a range that i recommend is like what weight makes the last two reps you do of every set feel like super challenging but not impossible so say you're doing three sets of 10 squats every time you do those 10 squats squats maybe 8, 9, 10 should feel really challenging, but you're still able to do them right and well. That's that's the right weight. And then you're going to find that over time you get stronger, you increase that weight slightly mm-hmm. to get back to that range where it feels comfortably challenging in that way. So that's what we mean by strength training, and that is kind of like the weight ranges that are going to help you feel your best and see results with that. So if you're working out three days a week, three full body workouts, if you can do four, then you can split it up into two lower body days, two upper body days like that. If you can do five workouts a week, maybe you want to add a full body. I love like a full body boot camp type of style. If you want to do like a full body lift and then fit your cardio in there how you like. Some people might prefer to just do cardio warm-ups or cardio cool-downs with every single workout. Some people might want to do like longer cardio sessions a couple times a week. It's totally up to you. And it's really dependent on your goals, your interests, the time you have available to fit that all in. So yeah, that upping the weight is called progressive overload. Progressive overload is just 
as you get stronger, you have to adapt what you're challenging your body with so that you continue to get stronger and that you're continuing to actually be challenged. And you can do this by upping the weight, upping the reps, upping the time under tension, the time under tension, your exercise. You can decrease rest. Like there's so many ways to play around and change what you're doing so that your body is continuously being challenged as it gets stronger and adapts to what you've been doing. And this happens over a long period of time, mm-hmm. right? Like, this isn't, oh, I lifted, I squatted 130, I squatted one plate today, like, let's add something to it tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, it takes time and maybe one day you're, stars align and you're feeling good and you can go up in weight and it feels super comfortable for you. But then the next day you're back to you know, what you've been doing more consistently because maybe you got less sleep or maybe blah, 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 blah. There's so many different factors. So progressive overload takes time and it's not just a straight line. Like anything with growth, whatever, it's like a It can go go up and down day to day, but overall, over time, you're moving up just in the way that you're always keeping it comfortably challenging for you. And as you get stronger, that comfortably challenging is going to mean you can do more. So make sure that you just like keep pushing yourself to do more when you can, not out of range, but progressive overload. That's like the biggest thing with getting stronger and continuing to push yourself is holding yourself accountable to progressive overload. Yeah. I mean, in regards to like weight training in the gym, progressive overload is the term, but I feel like that kind of concept or idea applies to literally everything. Like you are, you're doing this to get stronger. So as you get stronger, you got to keep going. You don't just get to that point and you're like, I'm going to stop trying right now, mm-hmm. right? Like, you keep pushing yourself and you keep challenging yourself. And once you reach a new benchmark, you chill there for a minute. And then when you're ready to go, you go. Mm-hmm. So if any of you guys listening are super committed to reaching your health and fitness goals this summer, reaching those physical goals, the mental goals, and maybe you see yourself, like, able to commit, able to get really fit, but you just don't know what is right to do with you and you really want to have a good plan. I'm launching one-on-one personal training. It's actually launching today if you're listening on Monday when this episode comes out and it's going to be really great. I want to work with a lot of you to help you reach those goals one-on-one. As you can tell by this episode, there's a lot of nuances that come to Mm -hmm. health and fitness and reaching your goals there's a lot of personalization and what is effective for somebody else may not be effective for you and what's effective for you is very unique to you so we'll work together we'll come up with a customized fitness and nutrition plan that's going to work with you we'll have weekly check-ins you'll be able to reach me at any time we'll really work together to make sure that we take you through reaching your goals this summer. I'll have the link to apply to that in the show notes of this episode, but I wanted to tell you guys because I'm already putting like a first-time summer discount on this since it's something that I'm just launching now, so anyone who signs up for the summer is already getting a discount, but I also want to make sure that the podcast crew gets some extra love, so when you fill out that application, tell me you came from the podcast and I can throw some special extra benefits on top of that as well. Mm. yep and when you do that obviously you'll get a lot more information about the training about what it's actually going to look like and about all the different ways that this is like a very unique one-on-one training situation where we really care about like keeping your relationship with food good keeping your mental health good and bringing all those things together so if you guys are interested the link for that will be in the show notes 
If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything, car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this Ambition Card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the Ambition Card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The Ambition Card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. When you have big goals in a busy schedule, like all Girls With Goals listeners do, because that is exactly why we are here, it can be so difficult to actually find time for wellness. Even though it's a core value for all of us, small wellness habits can easily be buried by everything we have going on. This is why we have Fleur Marche. Fleur Marche delivers simple, quality, affordable wellness solutions for life's daily challenges. It's founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers, hustlers, and activists on the front lines of change, and their mission is to help you feel 100% every single day with fun and easy-to-understand plant-powered wellness products. Caroline and I have both been using the Fleur Marche Botanical Wellness Patches and have really, really enjoyed them because they're so easy and honestly so cool. They're different than a lot of the products I've used in the past for sleep, relaxation, focus, and relief, which are just some of the patches that Fleur Marche offers. Because they're both effective and fun, I think that's why I've been more intentional about well- this wellness habit with Fleur Marche because I actually enjoy using the patches. So go check out all the patches and all the products that Fleur Marche has for you and try them for yourself. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with the promo code GOALS at checkout. Go to f-l-e-u-r-m-a-r-c-h-e.com and use code GOALS for 20% off your first order. Okay, nutrition. This is where the heated argument about the shake comes in because (laughs) there are so many different sides to nutrition. Again, wherever you're starting from is going to change. That's the whole thing with the shake. If some in the the fact that, yeah, drinking a thousand calorie shake before bed every night, like that she said in the TikTok, may help you grow a dump truck of an ass for some people, not all people. And there are also so many parts behind that. Like, it's a protein shake. And it's filled with micronutrients. And actually, it doesn't matter what time of day you eat it or drink it or whatever. There's so many different parts of nutrition. But all the foundations and the basics stay the same. And kind of the science behind it stays the same. Mm -hmm. So once you learn that, you can understand where you fit in and what you might need to focus on in order to make changes with your nutrition. Mm -hmm. So what upset me about that video was that it was making a lot of assumptions about the person watching. It was assuming that that person was lifting heavy consistently because if you're eating in a surplus, if you're not breaking your muscles down so that they need to be repaired and built back up, then 
extra calories are extra gonna go towards are fat, gonna go, not towards muscle. Yeah, to different places. Yeah. So it was making that assumption, and it was also assuming that the person is not eating enough throughout the day to support their goals because that's a lot to tack on a thousand calorie smoothie at the end of the day. That's assuming that a person is struggling to get in enough food already during the day. But a typical person who is, you know, reaching their nutrition goals throughout the day doesn't need to tack that on every night. So it was making a lot of assumptions. And I think that a lot of trendy nutrition things that you see online make a lot of assumptions as well. Like I am sure if you are on any sort of fitness instagram and tiktok and i've even said this myself a lot of people say you need to be eating more to lose weight you need to be eating more to get toned you need to be eating more to reach your goals and then you might be really confused because you've always heard like no i need to eat less to lose weight i need to eat less to get toned and fit and then these people don't really explain the why behind it so you're just really confused so we want to explain why some people say that why that might be true for you, but why that also might not be true for you. Because again, it all really is dependent on where you are personally starting. Right. The assumptions behind that video and a lot of stuff that is going around on TikTok or Instagram or wherever you're hearing the news that you need to be eating more is making the assumption that right now you are eating severely less than you should be Mm -hmm. and that you have been doing that for a long time, so long that your metabolism has adapted to a crazy low level and in that case yeah eating a lot more is going to help train your metabolism to function properly again and it's going to help it's going to help you gains right reach those goals eventually but that is number one for a select group of people and it very well might be you and in that Mm -hmm. case great go off and do it and number two that also takes a long time Again, mm-hmm. literally with anything in fitness, it takes 10 times longer than you think or you want it to. And there's also so much, like, science and reasoning behind all of that, that the little details can change whether or not something applies to you or not. Mm-hmm. So understanding that, game-changing mm-hmm. to understanding if that applies to you. So if you have been severely under-eating for a very long time and your metabolism has adapted to that, then reverse dieting could be for you. And again, like, we... Like, talk to a nutritionist, talk to someone who, number one, can know the specifics of you and your body and your experience, and number two, can provide you that unique advice and more detailed explanations based on what you need. This is just surface level getting you thinking and aware of Mm. all the different options that are out there for you. Yeah. So, basically, when people say you need to be eating more to lose weight or you need to be eating more to reach your fitness goals... I agree with that statement for the most part because I think that a lot of us, when we get into the fitness world or the health space and we have goals like that, like we've been primed by diet culture and media and everything that we've seen to just think that we need to eat less. And so we're not really thinking about our nutrition. We're not thinking about protein. We're just thinking about, oh, if I eat less, I'll lose weight. So then a lot of us eat too little and then it becomes we have to actually eat more to reach our goals because what happens when we eat too little for too long is like yes you may see that weight loss at first it also might come from fat and muscle if we're not eating enough protein just like strength training prioritizes muscle so does protein which in turn promotes fat loss you know what i mean you see the correlation the correlation (laughs) 
But if we are eating in too much of a deficit for too long, then our body adjusts to that point and our metabolism will adjust to that because you're telling your body, well, this is the normal amount that I'm giving you, so this is the normal amount that you need to be able to live off of. Then when you inevitably eat more again or bounce back or, God forbid, have like a binge and restrict cycle that becomes really negative, then anything that's above that restrictive point is going to become like overeating to your body. So what used to be a deficit for you and helping you lose some weight is now what your body sees as as its maintenance. So what used to be your maintenance is now a surplus and your body's gaining weight by eating what used to be normal for you, right? So that's where that metabolic adaptation can be kind of dangerous when we're in a dieting phase or we're eating too little for too long. So, right. Which is also why it's a phase because mm-hmm. if you reach that point where now your body has adapted and you don't want to stay in that deficit, you want to go back to maintenance – if it hasn't been an insane amount of time, like, you can go back to maintenance. and mm-hmm. without, As you should, yeah. As you should. And your body can have enough energy to function as it should. Because when you're in a deficit for so long, your body says, okay, this is what I'm living on right now. This is what I'm functioning on. Let's take some things out of the equation so that I'm able to do that, right? So you want to go back to your maintenance. It's okay to be in a deficit. But not forever. But not forever. Yeah. Right. But and you can go back to that maintenance if you aren't in that deficit forever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's where we get a little bit confused because ultimately to have weight loss, fat loss in our bodies, our bodies need to be in a calorie deficit, meaning that we're burning more than we're consuming. But being in a calorie deficit doesn't mean eating as little as possible. It means being in a comfortable, safe deficit for a couple of reasons. One, because of that metabolic adaptation, if we just go from eating normally to like absolutely starving ourselves, then our bodies don't really know how to react and it shocks us and it will change things and it will change your metabolism. Also, because if we do it too severely, then your body is going to bounce back and overeat in the future much harder, like in a much more intense way instead of you just being able to comfortably go back to like your maintenance so overall being in a calorie deficit will help you lose weight but it shouldn't be maybe as severe of a calorie deficit as you have thought or as you have experienced so that's where the you probably need to eat more than you think comes in and if you've been doing it too extreme for too long then you really do need to bump that back up and get yourself back to a comfortable maintenance point which means eating more than you think you would have had to before. And then it also comes into play with the sense that you may be starting from a point where like you really want to put on muscle and you're in a smaller, skinnier body. Maybe then you want to be eating in a surplus that is really going to help you make gains and put muscle on and grow your body. And so in that case, you're also eating more than you think. So there are a lot of reasons why people will say you need to eat more to reach your health goals. But they often don't really kind of tell you that science behind it tell and you help why. you understand all of the different reasons why from the different points that you're starting at. And if you apply to it. Mm-hmm. Like, we've just described so many situations that require completely different actions. And with every single point we've said, we've given, like, four alternatives. Because so many, like, we can't definitively tell you one answer because there genuinely is not one answer. Which is why when five million people see this one video that all it says is, drink a thousand calorie smoothie every day that gives nothing except confusion 
Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> One thing that is going to be consistent for everyone, no matter if you need to be eating in maintenance, surplus, deficit, is protein. Because if your goal is to get toned, and also if your goal is to have a healthy body in general, protein is going to prioritize you holding on to that muscle, you building that muscle, and therefore you burning that fat. If you're eating enough protein, not only is it telling your body to hold on to the muscle because protein is like the building blocks of life, it helps you build muscle, hold on to muscle, but then it's saying, okay, well, we're going to burn from fat instead because we're prioritizing building up this muscle, so then any deficit and weight loss, we want to pull that from fat instead. Protein is also the most satisfying, satiating, filling, long-term digesting thing that you could eat of protein, fats, and carbs. So by having a good source of protein in every meal as well as some protein after your workout because having protein right after your workout when you're breaking down your muscles is going to help your body to very easily and efficiently repair them after. You're not only supporting that muscle growth, muscle maintenance, but you're keeping your body full and satisfied for longer, which just helps you maintain a, a better diet, better nutrition overall. And that suggested point is usually about one gram of protein per pound of your body weight per day. So if you're like a 130-pound person, around 130 grams is going to be a great goal for you. Okay, this has been a lot of information because, again, it's not super cookie cutter. There's, like, so much science that goes behind it. It's, like, quite basic, but it also is quite customized per And it person. is a learning curve. Like, we understand this a lot better than we can, one, like, communicate because mm. there's so many different parts of it. And any time I have, say a point, I'm like, I need to go through, like, ten sub subsections with that one (laughs) but it's also like we've been learning about this for a while and two years ago I knew absolutely nothing Mm. about this right and like one year ago I knew how you know and I in a year I'll know way more than I do right now Mm -hmm. so it's a learning curve and if you are just starting out or you're way deep into this and you've understood every single point and implied subheadings that we've been saying Mm -hmm. like good for you just This is one step in learning more about it. Mm -hmm. So just to conclude, for people at different situations, different spots, a roundup of what to do based on where you're at. If you're somebody who is just starting with fitness completely, you're really at just like a square one, bare minimum, then start with a routine with at least three strength training workouts per week. That can be just dumbbells. It doesn't have to be intimidating, but make sure it's comfortably challenging for you. And then focus on getting that about one gram of protein per pound of body weight, which essentially, like, you don't even really need to track that. Just get a significant source of protein in each of your meals. Get protein after your workout. Focus on whole foods in your meals. And honestly, I would say if you're just beginning working out, like, really don't care about calories and stuff that much because... Your like, body's so smart. Yeah, and and your baseline of where you're starting from just by adding those few workouts is, like, changing so much and doing so much anyways... So, like, now is not the time to to really get into calories. Focus on protein, whole foods, starting a workout routine. If you have been pretty restrictive, not eating enough, and you really want to put on muscle, restore your relationship with food, restore your metabolism, 
then keep your workouts strength training based. You really don't need to be like burning too much extra with cardio right now. Of course, do the cardio for your health that you love, but your workout routine should be strength based. And then work on first bringing your protein up to the point that it needs to be and then trying to bring up your overall calories by increasing the portion sizes of your meals, adding a snack, whatever feels most comfortable for you and just gradually make those comfortable increases. And then if you are somebody who is starting from a point where you want significant fat loss and you you have like a real weight loss goal, then of course, just like everyone else, you're also going to prioritize that protein and try to make more whole food swaps in your diet. If you're starting from a point where like you haven't been too restrictive with your food, then trying to get into a calorie deficit just by making those whole food swaps, being more mindful about your food choices is going to help you do that along with a workout routine that is balanced with strength training and cardio. It just started Are you seeing this? It just started obliterating pouring, pouring rain. Okay, final point before it gets like thundering in the microphones. Um if you are neither of those parties and you just want to maintain and hang out and get stronger physically, mentally without wanting to significantly or severely like gain or lose weight, then meet in the middle with some of those. Literally. Literally like meet in the middle with some of those. Do listen to your body, do what you want, eat yep. protein, work out well, and you're good to go. Thank those you. Those are the core Love you. of everything. Thank you for listening. And give the show a rating. We're so close to a thousand ratings on Spotify. So really? if you want to pop a five star review, hopefully we can hit that this week. Um, follow us on fun. Instagram at Caroline Kaneen. At Anne Catherine Kaneen. Same on TikTok. At Girls with Goals Pod on Instagram and TikTok. You can join our group chat in the description as well. Apply for one on one training if you're interested in that. I would love to work with you. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>